Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. I am your host, Martha Reddick, and this week we are going to be talking about traveling with a nanny family and how you can set yourself up for success in that area. And for that, I have my wonderful guest, Leah Fryers. Hello, Leah. Hello, Martha. Welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be back. Leah has been with us before on a few different podcasts, yes. starting with the new Nanny Family, Toy Overload, mm-hmm. many. Um, and before we get started on traveling with a Nanny Family, let's hear just a little bit about your background just Great. to remind us. Yep. So I've been with my current family for about three and a half years. Before that, I was with another family in Chicago for a year. And before that, I wasn't living in Chicago. I was in Cleveland and nannied for a family that took me with them to Atlanta. And for... that wasn't just a travel, that nope, was that living. Was to live with them. So that's a whole nother podcast. But yep. yeah, that was for about a year as well. Wow. A year and a half. Yeah. That is impressive. So you have experienced traveling in several capacities. Yes. We're going to stick with mostly vacation today. Perfect. But some of that I'm sure will bleed in. Yeah. So... To get us started, what is your uh, experience with traveling with a nanny family? So the current family that I work for has taken me with them on two different vacations. And they were completely different experiences. Um, One was like a family reunion type Mm. deal in California. And I was actually, it kind of worked out interestingly because I was already going out to California for a (laughs) wedding. And so they asked if I wouldn't mind like coming with them on their trip and I was like oh well there's some overlap there so they bought me my ticket basically canceled my other flight bought me my ticket out there and then drove me to the wedding wow (laughs) California (laughs) which was amazing um but that was a wild experience because everyone in that house got sick with some kind of stomach zombie bug oh no and I had a room 
above like a garage and like a little coach house Uh so I was separated from everyone so me (laughs) and the older kid of the nanny family were the only people in that house that didn't get sick and her sister was there with her sister's kids and her husband and grandparents were there another nanny friend that they had came to visit everyone got sick Oh, Except no. for me. <laughs> it, was, it was a nightmare. That is a nightmare. Yeah. Because then it's also like, you're glad that you're not sick, but you're also like, when's it going to get oh, me? Oh, yeah, exactly. And there, so those were a lot of like different circumstances for that right. trip, especially. Just You because, can't write that into a contract. No, no. <laughs> and you just feel bad. So you got to help out. Yeah. Everyone is just miserable. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. And it was the younger one that started it. He was the the culprit. Yeah. Patient zero. Yep. He sure was. (laughs) That's awful. Yeah. I got pooped on a lot. Anyway. Yep. Well, that's what we do as nannies. Exactly. (laughs) We get pooped on. Yeah. So much. And then the other time that you traveled. Yes. So then the other time was an actual vacation and it was just their family. And um, they take it every year and they usually... I haven't been able to go with them on a trip. So finally, last year, I was able to go with them. And they talked through it was a verbal contract. And I feel I've been with them for so long that I trusted them completely. I feel really close to their family. Mm -hmm. Nothing is really awkward. We're like pretty open to talking about everything. So do you have a contract with them for your regular? I do. Well, I signed a first contract the first year. And then it was just alluded to, do you want to resign? I okay. never actually signed anything. Okay. I was um, just curious. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah. So they took me to St. Thomas, which was amazing, mm-hmm. a Virgin Island. And for that vacation, I flew with them. Whereas okay. the one to California, I did not fly with them. So this one I was flying with them, which I'm a very nervous flyer. And I was oh. really worried about because... You know, the kids were excited that I was there and wanted to play. And I was like, hold on, I need to, you know, swallow this vomit that's about to come up. Um, but it was fine. Everything worked out. So it was kind of, I still got paid hourly. And I mean, people do it anyway that makes them feel comfortable. But this is how we did it. I was paid hourly. I still got time off during the day for a few hours. And I could do whatever I wanted during that time. Mm-hmm. And then I could also like for dinner time, be with them or not be with them, just depending on how I felt. Right. And then I think it was either two or three nights that they went out to dinner and expected me to babysit. I'm pretty sure it was only two. It was like an eight day trip. Mm-hmm. And that was great. It was fine. And we had a good time. And and then you got paid more hours because you were babysitting yes. at night. Yes. And so I got paid overtime. Part. And t- yeah. So. Oh, and overtime was included mm-hmm. if you went if over I went over yeah forty hours. Yes, nice. Yeah. Um, did you share a room with the children? I did not. Okay. I shared the house, so I was still in like the same condo mm-hmm. area, but I had a separate bedroom um, that they had access to and definitely used in the morning, jumping up on my bed, uh-huh. which was fine because <laughs> I had to be up with them early anyway. So right, it didn't matter. But um, yeah, at nighttime it was definitely like. If I wasn't the one putting them to bed, then they stayed out and they knew that. Yeah. Right. They knew that that was your space. It was my space. Did you have your own bathroom? I did. That's, I hear, key. Yes. It was very nice. (laughs) Yes. And I've known, we have another nanny friend that went to Disney World with her family, actually, and she had to share a room with Mm. two of the children. And she said... She spent a lot of nights on the couch just because oh. it was pretty rough. Yeah. The kids waking up in the middle of the night and then 
I guess you are kind of responsible at that point because you're the one in the room. Right. Yeah. You can't be like, I'm sleeping through yeah. this. <laughs> so I was not in charge if they woke up in the middle of the night, which they definitely did. But I'm such a deep sleeper. And they didn't bring a monitor because they're not deep sleepers. Right. So they woke up and would go in and I slept through it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Something that uh, I found, I reached out on some of the nanny groups on mm-hmm. Facebook and just asked for stories of experiences just to get a wider range of stories and something that a lot of people said is if you do share a room one you should ask about that before you go um (laughs) like know where you are going to be sleeping Mm -hmm. and how it's going to play out and really ask yourself if you're okay with that yeah um before you leave because once you're there it's a much bigger deal to not be okay with it once it's already happening. Um, So the more questions you can ask up front, the better. Mm -hmm. And then also if you are expected to be in the same room, then charge an overnight fee because if you're the one that is responsible for getting up in the middle of the night, then you are owed totally money because then the night is not completely yours right and then it makes you exhausted for the day yeah 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 if pretty much the rule of thumb that i have seen is if you cannot leave the the house or the room yeah then you need to be getting paid yes yeah (laughs) because then you are responsible yeah um, which I think is a really good rule of thumb for, sure. for going on vacation or being here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. if, if I can't leave, then yeah, then I deserve to be paid. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so great. So when you have traveled mm-hmm. in the other one, you said you had like a little carriage house. Yeah. Back. Yes. Um, and that was more of a family reunion, so... Yeah, so there were a lot of adults in the house, but um, I was there to help out, which I was definitely needed. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, there were a lot of kids. <laughs> were you responsible for any of the other kids? Not all of the time. Um, when it became... Because their grandma also came with, and she acted as the nanny for the sister okay. and her children. She had three kids, older kids. Um, but, you know, when it was like babysitting night we tag teamed and we were all on top of everything so I didn't feel slighted or underpaid or anything like that so it worked out yeah so when you went how were meals handled um everything was provided I was not really expected to do anything on my own unless I wanted to right uh they would always give me the option of like taking a car into town or taking a bus or you know but I hadn't really researched or explored anything of where anything was in these places. So I stuck pretty (laughs) close to home, um, which was fine. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they usually did like a grocery shopping trip for the week and then would have food in the house and always ask me if I wanted anything specific. But then if they went out to dinner, I was welcome to every meal. Nice. out with them and nice. they would pay for everything and you got to like choose whatever you wanted off the menu yeah and and normally i would like wait to see what they mm-hmm. would order so in like california it was like normal stuff except they did take us out to one fancy dinner because it was supposed to be just like the the mom and the dad and her sister and her um husband but, but they <laughs> then got, everyone, everyone got, sick. got sick so it was the mom and the dad and then she took me and the other nanny friend that had come out for a few days Aww. 
out to dinner and we got to eat this like fancy meal. They were like, we don't want it to go to waste. And we ordered wine and it was great and lovely. But then we went on this like beach vacation and there's so much seafood and like, you know, they're indulging themselves. Of course, they're on vacation. So they would have lobster every once in a while. And I didn't feel totally comfortable you know, splashing into that. But every once in a while, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get it too. And they'd encourage <laughs> it. So it was great. Yeah. yeah. That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to ask you about like alcohol. Yeah. Um, if, mm-hmm. if you like, if you had rules of like, if I'm on the clock, I yeah. don't drink out at dinner or. I think, yeah, I. Kind of a case by case. Yeah. It's usually case by case. I think I would follow suit of them. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like we're on vacation. Like if we're all hanging out and it's the middle of the day and they're going to the bar to get a pina colada, I'm going to get one. Right. You know, I follow suit. <laughs> but um, it doesn't matter anymore because I don't drink alcohol anymore. But <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just kind of take the lead from them. Right. To see what they do and then. And then go from there. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, I know some people um, feel like if they're going to be on the clock at all, then they just don't have alcohol. And and I I totally understand that philosophy. I don't know what I would do. For sure. Because I also think it's a situation. Like if I know that I'm going to get into a car later, like if we were out and we drove to a restaurant, I don't think I would. But if we're at home and everybody's sitting around the table and we're already inside where we're going to sleep. Right. Then, then yeah. Yeah. A little nightcap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you navigate, like, discipline issues? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're – especially I'm interested in that um, family reunion because there's so many different adults. Yeah. And I could see – the children being extremely confused about who's actually Who in charge. To, yeah. <laughs> so I think that because I've been with this particular family for so long, and it's again, I think it's totally different family by family, but I know these kids so well right. that like I don't feel uncomfortable disciplining them in front of their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's on a case by case basis, like whoever sought the bad behavior first or was there starts to deal with it but I always default to the parents like they make final decisions on anything yes Um, yeah obviously (laughs) but um so if like I've started it with them and the kid is crying and wants their mom and like is like I want to talk to my mom you know that whole thing then I'll take them to the parent and explain everything from my point of view what I saw (laughs) then give them a chance to defend themselves even though they're wrong (laughs) yes yeah um and the parents in your experience have been good about backing up and yeah they've been really good about anything that I say goes as well that's good yeah that's really good um And so you talked about your, like, set time off. Mm-hmm. Um, what, how was that determined? Did Was that set before you left? Like, you will have from 6.30 to yeah. the next morning. Right. Yeah, so usually it was set. Or, or I mean, we talked about it before, so it was a set time before. Um, and usually what it was was when they were napping, oh, okay. that would be my time off as well. So I'd get time off in the middle of the day and then obviously at night unless I was babysitting them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took the time to 
nap anyway because I was so exhausted. You <laughs> right. know, like I don't get yeah, up. You're working a yeah. full. <laughs> I mean, I still was getting up work at week six thirty in the morning. Um, but I didn't want to go back to the room because they were napping as well. So I would like find some shade and nap on the beach. And nice. Do that whole thing. It was a little different in California because we were more secluded and you definitely needed to drive to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I was like unfamiliar with the territory. It just I would take refuge in my own space because I had it. So right. That, that was, was fine. separate. Yeah. That's um, really nice. So I did that. And then at night, I mean, I, again, I defaulted to just having dinner with them. So it didn't feel like I was working, but I was always like there to help out if they needed it and didn't feel like they needed to compensate me for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't like, oh, you want a minute over. Yeah. Like, oh, he sat in my lap. Um, That's five dollars. (laughs) Okay. Like I, oh, I dabbled the milk off of his chin. Like I need 50 cents. Another. Yeah. Three dollars, please. Yeah. No. Um. So, and then you were not expected if a child woke up in the middle of the night. That's not on you. No, that was not on me. What if, like, let's say, and this is just a hypothetical. Yeah. If like you heard a child crying and it went on for a really long time, yeah. would you just stay in your room? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You just okay. That makes I, sense. I mean. Because oh, then it's not your responsibility. Oh, I mean, like if I didn't hear the parents going in there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I would probably. Get the parents. Yeah. Yeah. And just be like, hey. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, uh, yeah, whoever's really upset. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you should go. go. You should go. In there. Yeah. I'll um, let them do it. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, is there anything that you wish you had talked about before or you had done differently? Yeah. I feel like it can get kind of lonely. If, Mm -hmm. you know, because you do have your alone time and yeah, you're a part of this family, but you're also not a part of the family. Right. And you want to keep that distance for them so they can enjoy their own vacation. Um, So I definitely wish that I had like researched the places where I was going so Mm -hmm. that I like had kind of a set goal of what I wanted to do for myself. Um, But you just you never really know until you're in it. Right. Of like what is going to go down and the experiences that are going to happen. Uh. I would definitely have brought my own medicines and my own first aid kit of things because (laughs) that stuff ran out quite quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, otherwise I've I've had like pretty good experiences with it. Yeah. I feel like they want to make sure that you're as comfortable as possible. Right. Also, because it's a weird thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, it can be. Is there anything that you wished you had packed differently or you would recommend? Like, for example, I've never traveled with a nanny family, but like when I went on vacation with Logan's niece and nephew, mm-hmm. I like packed a bathing suit that I knew could not be pulled down easily. Yeah. <laughs> Things like that. Yeah. Because I knew that they were going to want to, like, wrestle and play in the water. Yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely leave things that you don't want ruined at home. (laughs) Yes. Um, I I brought some, like, nicer things, though, for fancy dinners that we had or things like that. But um, I am not really that attached to any of the things that I wear. So, like... I'm one of those people that I'm like, because I'm a nanny all day, if I don't wear my some of my nice things, I'll never wear them. Right. Because <laughs> this is all I do all day. So yep. I still wear my nice stuff to work sometimes. <laughs> I get that. So, yeah, I didn't really have any regret. I, I always overpack anyway. Mm-hmm. And when 
particularly when you're going to the beach, like, what do you need? A pair of shorts and a bathing suit. Right. And that's it. Like, one nice thing and a sweater. Yeah. So, obviously, I wish I would have packed lighter, but... Yeah, that it that would be tricky, yeah. I would think, because you yeah. want to, like, both be totally prepared for anything, but sure. then you also want to uh, not... Have all that stuff. Yeah, because you're going to have to be carrying yeah. a bunch of stuff for the kids, too, yeah. probably. yeah. At least in my experience yeah. of ever dealing with children, yeah, you end up carrying exactly. a lot oh, yeah. of their stuff. I had one of the kids like on my suitcase. <laughs> she was just like <laughs> laying over it and I was dragging him through the airport. <laughs> I was like, that's the way to go. Yeah. You're doing it right. Catch a ride. Yeah. Why not? Any way you can. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Yeah. Because airports are exhausting. Oh, totally. And that's a hard thing, too, is like keeping them entertained. And it's nice to have somebody there because if you're stressed out about flights and trying to get everything through security and dealing with kids who don't understand any of that and have zero patience, you know, it's nice to right. have somebody to entertain them. So yes. I was and glad that I got to go. Yeah. And did you have any um, like did you pack anything to preemptively strike on like the entertainment front? Um, no, like any not cards personally, or... because they're actually, this is something that my mom did, which I thought was amazing and I loved it. And I looked forward to travel because of it. Mm-hmm. She would like get us a little backpack and pack it full of things like markers and crayons and like one new toy that you mm-hmm. got to open on the plane and our stuffed animals and snacks and everything. And their mom did a very similar thing and it was just like everything that they would need for the plane and they used all of them and you know now planes have movies on the back of the seats so that also was like so easy for them with channels yeah and they also were pretty smart and they either do like very early flights or kind of around the time where like they should be going to bed or Mm -hmm. skipped a nap in order to get on the plane so that they're usually exhausted and just sleep through the whole thing that is very smart yeah and that's what i wished i could have done but one (laughs) of them was way too excited that i was on the plane oh no yeah 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 oh well um well great um i did want to share so i did reach out on facebook uh to see if people had advice Um, for this particular episode because I personally have never traveled with a nanny family and so I wanted other people's advice. So this uh, Melissa McKinnery responded and said that she had a contract that she uses whenever she travels and I really really appreciate her sending it to me so that I could share it with all of you. So thank you Melissa very very much. And that'll be on the website? Yes, and I'll put this up on the website with credit to her, which the website is www.chroniclesofnania.com. Um, and I put episode resources up there, uh, things that help expand out from what we talk about, things that I find later that I'm like, oh, this would have been great. And then I put it on the website. So be sure to check that out. That's also a really good way to see, um, to get to the episodes. It also has instructions for how to review us, um, which is super helpful. And I'll talk about more at the end of this episode. But uh, the website is a really good resource if you are enjoying this and want more things Nania. Um, But Melissa said that she um, 
in her contract, she has that all expenses when traveling will be paid for. So flights and rooms and all meals mm-hmm. um, and any transportation, any outings with or without the children. Um, so like... I know sometimes when you go to islands like that, there's like yeah. like a boating Boat, yeah. outing and things like that. So that is all written into her mm-hmm. contract. And then as well as a $50 per day cash per diem. Um, so all of that is included from the get-go. And then it's also written in that the nanny will have their own room and bathroom, mm-hmm. which we talked about the importance of having your own bathroom. Yeah. Um, especially if something like the family reunion happens. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I think you will be very happy that mm-hmm. <laughs> they went out of their way to yes. get you your own bathroom. Okay. Um, and then it either needs to be in the same hotel or home or within one mile of where the nanny family is staying, which I hadn't thought about, yeah. but that is something to consider. Yeah. Of like, I would think that they would want to keep the nanny close. I as would close too. as possible. <laughs> I would want to be on the same floor. Yeah. But as the parent. Yeah. yeah. Like not only as the nanny, but also as the parent. Right. But I guess to mm-hmm. each their own yeah. if they want, <laughs> as long as you can get to and from work. Yeah. Um, the nanny can, but does not have to share a room with the children. Um, and it says this can be discussed on a trip by trip basis. Um, the nanny will be paid to work 12 hour days when traveling. Uh, but not always work 12 hours uh, and will never work more than 12 hours within a 24-hour period. Uh, And in addition, Nanny will receive an overnight fee of $100 per night spent traveling, which I guess if she is in charge of the kids at night, night, then that makes total sense. Mm -hmm. Um, All overtime rules apply when traveling. Family will pay overtime rate of time and a half after 40 hours worked. Uh, if a nanny works on one of the previously agreed upon holidays, a uh, nanny can choose to take said holiday upon completion of travel or be paid holiday rate for eight hours, which that was something that came up on the Facebook groups is if you are going to be traveling around holiday, the yeah. holidays mm-hmm. um, or, yeah, any holiday, like, because yeah. 4th of July is for a sure. big Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking ahead about. Because if you worked it here, you know, at right. your usual place, you would you be would, paid be, yeah. more. The holiday rate. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you are going to be expected to work it on vacation, yeah. then you, you should, should also get, get that. The vacation rate as well. But totally. again, discussing that beforehand yes. <laughs> oh, keeps yes. you from having to have awkward yes. conversations. Um, or just have to be like, well, I guess I don't get that money, (laughs) which also stinks. Right. Um, And then this part I hadn't even thought about, but it says family will pay nanny's dog boarding fee up to $50 a day if dog is not accompanying family on travel. Yeah, that is a thing. Yeah, because um, like I have a dog, Mm -hmm. um, which I also have a fiance. Right. So... When I have had to travel for other reasons. Yeah, he's been here. Yeah, and we've worked it out. Yeah. But that is an interesting... Yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah, because if you are a single person, Mm -hmm. where did your dog go? Right. So um, that is something to think about if you have pets. Yeah. That you can talk to your nanny family about it. Right. Um, You don't have to take on that burden of finding a place for your pet all by yourself. Right. That a lot of nanny families want to 
help. Yeah. And for the potential that the dog could come with if it's like you're going up to a lake house or whatever. Yeah. Probably and not I honestly flying. think like most families really want to take care of the nanny mm-hmm. when they're going out of their way to because yeah, like we said, it's a weird, awkward thing. Right. So you want to make sure that they're as comfortable as possible so that they have a good experience. Yes. So everyone does. Yes. Yeah. And then something that I saw over and over again is uh, just really discussing ahead of time when the time off will come mm-hmm. um, because of being able to explore the space. Like you were yeah. talking about how it gets lonely and you want to make plans, but you yeah. also can't make plans if, if you don't like, know when yeah. – your free time is exactly and so not having like a itinerary of this hour will be this thing but being like on wednesday of the trip i get half a day to go explore whatever i want and they totally gave me that option too as well and told me the dates that they were going to go out right and already had the reservations so that i knew which nights i was going to be staying in to watch them which is great super helpful yes mm-hmm. because then yeah you could do like a sunset yes, cruise exactly. or whatever if, if you to. wanted to yes um so yeah you can make your your own plans yeah. which i think would be really important because if you are traveling especially somewhere that you've never been before right. um it's well worth exploring that mm-hmm. area even though you are working full time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's a it's a really uh unique situation. Yeah. Something that was funny, a little anecdote, was <laughs> that because I was working there, like immediately people assume that I'm related to the family in some right. way, like an older sibling or a niece or whatever it is. And then when like people that worked at the resort that we were staying at would find out that I was a nanny. I was immediately like brought down to their level of like, oh, okay, we don't need to be like overly nice to you anymore because you're just a no. nanny too. It was so funny. Oh man. I actually like appreciate it a little more. Yeah. I was like, we don't need to do this formality. Come on. We're both working here. Uh, I wish that that had ended in you like being invited to their weekly poker oh my game or God. something. Or like a luau at night, you know? Oh, yes. I mean, it was not in Hawaii, but you know, something yeah. like that. Something like when all the people let loose. Yeah. <laughs> who work there. Who work there and they throw off their uniforms and yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that would be awesome. Yeah. In but the movie version, that's what happened. Obviously. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, let's do make that movie. Oh my God, yes. It'd be so fun. Done. Um, but anyway, uh, is there anything else that we haven't covered? Not really. I mean, I would totally recommend the experience if yeah. you ever get the chance I mean, definitely talk things out beforehand, but mm-hmm. it's it is a really great experience. It's super fun. You get to experience traveling with somebody else is just wild. <laughs> it general. really is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And then um, just from my research, according to my research, um, <laughs> the the biggest thing is if you are feeling slightly uncomfortable at all at the idea have a written contract. Yeah. It's never going to oh, hurt you no. to have it written down. And they'll be totally for that. Yeah, because it protects everyone. Mm-hmm. So, and then your expectations are known before you even go. Yeah. Um, And then if it gets broken, there's something you can do about it. Yeah. Because otherwise you're out the money for that week. Yeah. Um, Which really would stink for totally. budgeting. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, just have a written contract. Ask as many questions mm-hmm. as you can before you go. Um, and then also trust your gut. Yeah. If it's a family that you've been with for three years and you know them and you know that you get along with their parenting philosophy. Mm-hmm. But if it's a family that you're like babysit sometimes at night. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah maybe ask more questions and or being comfortable <laughs> with their living philosophy as well yes. like if you know the way that they live and you're savvy with that then yeah do it but if you know the way that they live and you're just like i can't be around that for a week right then don't do it then don't do it <laughs> yeah. yeah really check in with your gut yeah. about if it's something that you want to do um, sure. with that family Um, but if you are considering doing it and feel a little lost, I will put this contract up on Chronicles of Nania with credit to Melissa and, uh, visit that. Also, if you have five extra minutes this week, it would mean the world to me if you would go on iTunes and rate and review Chronicles of Nania. Uh, it is the best way for us to move up the charts and be higher in their algorithm uh, so that more people can see the show. Also, if you know other nannies that you think would enjoy this, please recommend the show to them. I, I'm trying to create this as a resource for as many nannies as possible. So the more listeners that we have, the more that more feedback I get and the more I can reach out and provide information to those who want it. Um, I love the nannying community. The more this project has gotten me more involved in it, and it's just such a special community. And I have loved everyone that I've met through doing this and on the nanny groups and all that good stuff. So you have a lot of great ideas. <laughs> yeah, and a lot. It's made me a yeah. much better nanny totally. um, by doing this. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're in a great community. We are. And I just appreciate you guys. Mm. Um, also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We're all over all those things. Uh, the Instagram is probably my personal favorite because mm-hmm. I love pictures. Me too. So, um, and Chronicles of Nanny, I will get you there every time. Mm-hmm. And then we end each episode with a little anecdote or yeah. quote. So I've got one from the older kid that I nanny. Uh, we were talking about when they all used to be teeny tiny babies uh-huh. and seeing if like how far back their memories went of what they Ooh, could remember. And cool. we would look at pictures and be like, do you remember that day? Do you remember that? And he just out of nowhere points to a picture of his younger brother in a crib and said, oh yeah, I remember when I lived in a cage bed. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was your experience with that? Oh boy. I mean, but it is. It is a cage bed. And that's what, but he said he would live in it. And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) It's not a dungeon. It's not. We didn't lock you in it. No. But I mean, I guess. But he would like climb out and escape from it. He was such a little. He didn't like it. Oh no. He hated it. That's so funny. His cage bed. That's so funny. I mean, it's true. Yeah. He has a point. He sure does. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Leah. Of course. My pleasure. Being here. Thank you. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. The Chronicles of Nanny is produced by Martha Reddick and Logan Nielsen. Artwork and logo by Noni Amadon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudio.com. 
Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Narnia and on Twitter at Narnia Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnarnia at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.